Well, welcome to another edition of the Destination Players Podcast. I'm your host, Jared Christie. Today's podcast is brought to you by Rugged Radios, in-car communication, car-to-car communication, Bluetooth music, whatever your communication needs might be, Rugged is always there to help you out with finding the right product for your machine. Rugged Radios, the authority in communication. Well, most of our podcasts are spent talking about great places to ride, but today we're going to talk about innovation with an eye towards the future. With that in mind, I'm joined today by Josh Hermes. Josh is the Vice President of Off-Road Electric Vehicles at Polaris. Josh, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, uh, Jared, for having (laughs) me. Appreciate it. Really excited to get to to talk today. Yeah. uh, How are you doing? I mean, we have worked together on and off for a number of years when you were on the off-road side and various departments over there, and now you're on the electric vehicle side. How's everything? It's going well. Yeah, we've worked together a long time. It's good to uh, to be together to talk today. Things are going well. Uh, we have a lot of exciting stuff going on. Obviously, here to spend some time talking about Ranger XP Kinetic, a new product that we have uh, in production and, and shipping to customers now. And so really exciting stuff. Uh, happy to be here to talk about electrification with you. Awesome. Awesome. How long have you been on the EV side now? Uh, about a couple years now. Okay. Excellent, excellent. Well, I mean, it's hard not to miss anything electric vehicle related going on in the world. You know, there's so much talk these days about EV vehicles. You've got Tesla, you've got the state of California, I think by something like 2030, they can only sell electric vehicles. So it's a topic of conversation that's always seemingly on the uh, front half of the fold of the newspaper or something like that. With all that talk, tell me about what's going on with Polaris and the latest and greatest? Yeah, for sure. So so as you mentioned, a lot of industries, a lot of products are moving toward electrification. Uh, and, and part of that's you know, more macro-driven. You've got customers are experiencing the benefits of it and, and liking the product and what they experience with it. And so they're starting to adopt it more. And as we look at power sports and off-road vehicles in particular, Uh, And look at the history of Polaris, right? We built the company on innovation, on delivering new technology and benefits to customers to make their experience better. And so we look at electrification or electric vehicles as an opportunity to do that. It's really about putting the customer at the center of everything we do, understanding how to provide a better experience for them. And we see electrification or electric powertrain technology as one way that we can do that. There are so many questions that I have when it comes to electric vehicles. And some of them are like the standard, like, well, how long does the battery stay charged for? And how long can you go for and stuff like that? But what I first want to ask you is, I remember, gosh, doing the show for 14 years now, and EVs always seem to be a part of Polaris since the beginning. Uh, sometimes it was more of a focus, other times it wasn't. Um, it seems, though, now there's a big focus on it. Why is that? Yeah, for sure. Well, first of all, you hit on it. This isn't our first electric vehicle. We've had electric vehicles as part of our business for over a decade. And this is just the latest offering that we've had. And we brought this product out in partnership with Zero Motorcycles, uh, which we announced that uh, partnership back in 2020. And really why now is, again, it's all customer led. So as we see more demand for electric products as we see the benefits and the value that we can deliver to the customer with an electric vehicle. It really was the right time for us to to enter further into this space. And so we entered into a partnership with Zero Motorcycles uh, out of California. 
They've got deep experience in electrification within power sports. And we're able to pair that experience and their electric powertrain technology with our experience and innovation and technology and off-road vehicles and bring a really compelling product to market for our customers in Ranger XP Kinetic. Well, let's get right into it. Let's talk about the Ranger XP Kinetic because we were chatting before uh, we started the podcast here. And, uh, you know, it's not something that's in the future. It's happening right now. You know, you can place your orders. You can pick up your machine. They're being delivered as we speak sort of thing. Um, when someone asked you about the Ranger XP Kinetic, what do you tell them? We didn't just set out to make an electric ranger for making for the sake of making an electric ranger. We set out to make the best ranger we ever made. And we really delivered on that with Ranger XP Kinetic. And we did it because it's electric. You know, that was really the enabling feature or enabling technology to allow us to do that. So we say it really gives people the power to do more. So you get more performance more capability and more durability with the product. So things that, if you look at who the, the product's targeted at, it's really at the utility-focused customer. So people that are gonna be using it in ag ap application, farm, ranch, people that have large uh, plots of property, be using it for property maintenance, people that are hunting, all different types of hunting. And so really using it more in a work-type setting and Electric vehicles are just really in their sweet spot in that setting, right? Uh, lower speed operation, oftentimes doing work, pulling, hauling, uh, just a great product for that application. Also, the quiet ride. Uh, think about operating on the farm or the ranch around livestock. You're crawling through the woods trying to get up to your hunting stand, right, and trying to sneak out there undetected. And so um, it's just a phenomenal product. It really takes what people love about Polaris and Ranger and utility side-by-sides and delivers even more of that because it's electric. Gotcha. Let's uh, dive into some of the, the details of this because I think some of the first, what are some of the first questions I guess that people ask when they, when they see the EV vehicle and what do they wanna know like, well, how far does it go? How long does the charge last? I mean, those are some of the ones that come top of mind for me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, some of the first questions that we get are, What's the range? How long does it take to charge? And I think that's pretty pretty common with electric vehicles. And so to answer that question, we have two different models. We have a premium model. We have an ultimate model. The premium has 14.9 kilowatt hours of battery capacity and about 45 miles of range. The ultimate has 29.8 kilowatt hours of battery capacity and up to about 80 miles of range. So almost double the range of the premium. Uh, on about double the battery capacity. In terms of charge time, so both vehicles can charge in as fast as about five hours on level two charging. So uh, again, it comes with the equipment you need to just be able to plug it in right to the outlet at home. So uh, we've found in talking to customers that are using it on the property, on the farm, using it for hunting, uh, doing a little bit of recreational trail riding, that that range that we have is more than enough to meet their needs. You can use it for a full day. At the end of the day, you park it, you plug it in, and it's ready to go again the next day. I know you guys do a lot of analytics and, and feedback from customers and, and checking out, and, yeah. and you can sort of run the, uh, the numbers or diagnostic stuff on exactly how long people. And so you wanted to create and build a machine that really fits into what they need or how long they're using the vehicle for. 
Yeah, absolutely. Again, it all comes back to the customer, what they need, what their expectations are. And to your point, we are always talking to our customers through uh, focus groups, through forums, at events, through surveys. We're always getting feedback in from customers. We're digesting that feedback and we're driving that into future product development. So exactly to your point, as we were developing this product, we were we were really um, sure about going out and getting that customer feedback to ensure that we had enough range on the vehicle for how people were going to be using it. From the customers, are you getting a lot of, uh, as you guys have gone through this the last few years, because I know it's not, you just can't sort of create an electric vehicle overnight, <laughs> is, is, are you getting a lot of, hey, we want an electric vehicle. We would use one. When are you guys coming out with one? Please make one that lasts this long. I mean, is is that what you're hearing from uh, people outside of your your walls there at Polaris? Yeah, we were definitely seeing interest from customers, from dealers, uh, questions just around electric vehicles and understanding how that might fit into our product roadmap over time. And so we're always listening, right, trying to understand what the future needs of our customers may be so that we can go meet those with future product. And what was interesting uh, about this vehicle, and, and we did something that we typically don't do, is we talked about it way in advance of actually launching the product. You know, typically we'll launch a product and then we're bringing it to market and we don't talk about it until we're ready to reveal it uh, to the public. Where this, nine months in advance of us even fully introducing it, we were talking about it, we were showing it. And part of that was to, to continue to get that customer feedback, but part of it was also uh, helping to showcase the performance of the vehicle, maybe knock down some of the barriers that people typically would have around purchasing an electric vehicle. Absolutely. Absolutely. I imagine one of the other questions that you guys get is, uh, you know, power, you know, how much power is, is, is in the vehicle, how much towing capacity, how much maintenance there might be in a vehicle like this. Yeah, absolutely. So just to run down a few of those, uh, it's 110 horsepower, 140 pound feet of torque. So compare that to a Ranger XP 1000, for example, which is 82 horsepower, 62 pound feet of torque. So uh, quite a bit more power, quite a bit more torque. And you really, you feel that torque, right? It's it's linear, it's instantaneous. As soon as you put the, uh, the pedal down, it takes off and you get the thrill of that acceleration, which is a lot of fun. Um, it 2,500 pound towing capacity, which matches Ranger XP 1000. 1,250 pound box capacity, which is actually 25% more than XP 1000 at 1,000 pounds. And in terms of just maintenance, you have an electric powertrain, it's a lot less moving parts. You have less maintenance overall. You don't have air filters you're changing out. You don't have engine oil, things like that. So as we look over a five-year period, we say customers could expect to save about $3,500 total in maintenance and operation costs. So think about fuel and, and regular maintenance and all that. So pretty significant savings over time. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. You're making me think like, what's what do I need a regular Ranger XP 1000 for? <laughs> when I've got this one, all I got to do is plug it in. I don't drive it all that much. I don't have anything to fix. I'm not the most handy person. So I'm thinking like, this would be way better for me. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. You know, we we have a broad lineup for a reason. And everybody has different needs and certain products are for certain people and certain aren't. And so we look at our portfolio that same way. And so we know that for a lot of people, an electric vehicle is a really, really great solution for how they're going to use it and what their needs are. 
And we know for certain people, uh, an internal combustion or gas-powered vehicle is going to be the better solution for them. And that's why we've got a broad lineup where we offer both and we'll continue to offer both. Very nice, very nice. Where are you seeing more people purchase the electric vehicle? Is there parts of the country you're like, man, this really surprised me? Or like, yeah, we knew that they, they really would want vehicles in that region. Yeah, it's fairly dispersed geographically. I'd say similar um, distribution to what we'd see in our typical Ranger lineup. What I would say is we're seeing a lot of people purchase it exactly what we were expecting and who we're targeting, right? Which is using it for agricultural purposes. A lot of people buying it, intending to use it for hunting. Um, we see that as actually a really big use case, probably over-indexing maybe what we were expecting, uh, which makes a lot of sense, right? It's, it's, you have quiet operation, no scent. So just in terms of being able to get out closer to where you're going to be hunting, um, it's a great vehicle for that. So, so it's been nice to see the product start to ship, get it into the hands of customers and see how they're using it. One of the big hallmarks of Polaris forever was, uh, you know, hardest working, smoothest riding, you know, your, uh, ride and handling type stuff. And when I, I look at the, the electric vehicle, it looks very similar to the, to the Ranger XP 1000. Is it much different from just sort of the, the outside, but I imagine on the inside it, it is different. Yeah. There's a lot of commonality with the Ranger XP 1000 to your point, when you see them sitting next to each other, you'll see a, a lot of similarities. Certainly the powertrain, the batteries, that's all new, that's different, and some other things as well. Uh, but there is a lot of commonality there. And actually, one of the benefits of that is, as you look across our accessory portfolio, so we talked about all the different use cases. One thing that's great about a Ranger is it's a little bit of a blank slate for people in that they really tend to, to customize it to exactly how they're going to be using it. So 95% of XP1000 accessories are compatible with Ranger XP Kinetic, which is great for customers. It's great for our dealers. But yeah, there's, there's certainly some commonality there. Um, you know, everything that customers know and love about Ranger, you mentioned it, hardest working, smoothest riding. Really, we really say that XP Kinetic kind of takes that to the next level. For you, you've obviously uh, spent a lot of time talking about this. Imagine you spent a lot of time uh, behind the wheel, test driving. Uh, for you, what's the feeling like yourself, just from firsthand knowledge? You know, it's just a, it's a phenomenal product. I would say the two things that immediately grab your attention when you get in it and drive it are the acceleration and the quiet operation. Those are the things that really stand out. Uh, a third one that I would add is just how smooth it operates. So a lot of times uh, people are operating these vehicles at slow speeds, they might be spraying a fence line, they're trying to back up to a trailer, they're navigating tight spaces out in the woods and you want that precise um, control of the accelerator as you're trying to, to navigate at slow speeds and the electric powertrain really allows you to do that very well. It's a very precise control. So those are really the things that stand out and I'll say, when you're riding along and you have somebody sitting next to you and you're looking to have a conversation to be able to do that in a regular voice like we are right now uh, is definitely a game changer from an experience standpoint. Yes, I was watching one of the videos today and they're just chatting along like you would be in your car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's a totally different experience. You'll be riding through the woods. You can hear the birds chirping. You see animals in the distance and they don't even notice you there, right? And it's just, it really transforms how you're able to experience the outdoors when you're in one of the vehicles. That's a great point that I didn't think about till you were just saying this because we often get, 
uh, asked, like, oh, do you see any animals when you were out? I was like, the only person that sees any animals is the lead vehicle. <laughs> That's it. Nobody else sees anything else unless you're right in front. You ride in front, you have no dust, and you see everything. You ride in the middle or the back, you have dust, and you see nothing. <laughs> so, or you're trying to have a conversation, and you're like, and, you know, unless you've got some sort of, uh, you know, uh, you know, communication that you can talk to somebody through, your, you know, your uh, your helmet, you're just like, I'll just talk to you when we stop. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really, and it's funny because people will get in it, and you'll have two people get in, and they'll ride, and they don't even realize until say five minutes into the ride, all of a sudden they realize, wow, I've been talking in a normal voice this whole time. We're not yelling. We're not shouting across to each other. And so it's, it really is just a different experience. And it's something that people, whether they, they understand all the benefits of an electric vehicle and they're all in, or they're skeptical or somewhere in between, everybody that I've seen that's gotten on the product and experienced it when they get off of it, they really understand the benefits of it. And it's just such a powerful thing to see in terms of how electric technology can really change the off-road experience. Are the ergonomics uh, different or similar to the Ranger XP 1000? Uh, ergonomics are similar. So as you think about seating position and steering wheel position, ingress, egress, all of that very similar, ground clearance, uh, suspension travel, the same. Um, the center of gravity is a little bit lower. Power to weight ratio is higher. So as you think about the ride and handling, it's a little bit different. Uh, you feel that, but very confidence-inspiring. Uh, so overall, I mean, it, at the end of the day, it feels like a Ranger. It delivers on that hardest-working, smoothest riding brand promise. And it really takes a lot of the things that people love about a utility side-by-side, -side, about Ranger in particular, and enhances it. It's funny you say that because like one of the things I'd written down is like you want an EV, but you want it to perform like a traditional Ranger would. You know, you don't want to feel like you're buying something. I don't want to say lesser, but you're like, well, this is doesn't have the pickup. You know, when I step on the gas, and it doesn't have this, and it doesn't have that. And that's you guys. I feel like you guys have taken all of those. You know. I wouldn't say negatives necessarily, but you know, you've, you've listened to those things because you knew that those would be some of the initial feedbacks you'd, you'd get from people and you've, and you've answered a lot of those. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things we talk about with the product is uncompromised capability, right? We knew that was going to be important. People don't want to trade off what they expect out of their vehicle because it's electric. Mm -hmm. In fact, they expect oftentimes more out of it. And so we were very mindful of that. The team was as they went through and really designed the product and, and specified what it needed to do to meet or exceed customer expectations. Because again, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about is understanding how customer, who the target customer is, how they're going to be using it, what they expect, what they need, and making sure that we deliver on that or exceed their expectations. So that was a huge part of the process. You know, we started out this conversation about electric being part of the Polaris lineage for, for quite some time now. Why does electric vehicles matter to Polaris? Well, again, I keep going back to the customer. That, that's why it matters. We want to use innovation and technology to continue to improve the off-road experience for our customers. Electric vehicles are one way that we're able to do that. We try to, to deliver a product portfolio that meets the needs of a broad group of people and do that better than anybody else out there. 
And we see electric technology as a way that allows us to deliver more value for customers, the utility customer today in particular. And so, so that's why that's why it's important to us is because it allows us to deliver more value to the customer at the end of the day. Are there different challenges that you guys face in the electric side than you do on the gas side? Uh, I would say it's an emerging technology, right? It's, uh, you see it in the news, there's a lot of things that are changing very quickly. And so as you think about the innovation cycle, there's rapid learning cycles as you're developing the product, but you get that across a lot of products. So we've got a very, very good engineering team that is world-class at working through that stuff. And so, and they did a phenomenal job of it. I think it's cool just because, you know, when you're talking about innovation and you're talking about something, always thinking with a mind towards the future, I always think that's fun, you know, it, why it might have its challenges and how you get to that point. It's still very cool. You know, it's sort of this uh, little, not Jetson sort of thing, but you know, it's, it's, it's new and it's always innovative and it's different. You know, Charlie, our podcast producer is sitting here. I don't think you know what the Jetsons are. Do you, Charlie? Well, you do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried that he was younger. I'm like, I have no idea what this guy's talking about. <laughs> yeah. It, innovation's not easy. Right, innovation's hard, um, but it's fun. And then you look at innovation and off-road vehicles, which are fun, right? And it's just a really exciting space to be in. It's emerging, it's evolving rapidly, but it's it's great to look ahead to the future to try to anticipate customer needs, where the industry is going, where the macro environment's going, and making sure that we're on. Uh, the forefront of getting there in terms of providing solutions to our customers in that space. So very exciting. It's great to see the product getting into market, into the hands of customers, seeing how excited customers are, how excited our dealers are, and um, you know, a lot of good stuff to come. So the machines are, uh, are being delivered, I guess, now then, you know? Yeah, so we started production at the end of April and started shipments at the end of April. So correct, we're in production now, uh, shipping initial orders, and we plan to go out and take additional orders here this summer. So again, it's great to be shipping product. We're manufacturing out of our Huntsville, Alabama facility. So running down the production line there and, and shipping out to customers uh, as we speak. I have been to that facility. I, I assume you have as well. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, the, aren't there some uh, similarity? I mean, I, I know they do the slingshot there and they do, you know, the Rangers there. Are there some similarities? I thought I saw something between the slingshot and the EV vehicle using some of the same technology or something. Like it was, maybe it was uh, encased. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to change the belt very often or at all. You know, there was some, there was something that I watched or saw that, uh, you know, as a, you know, I was like, oh, I wouldn't have known that. Yeah, so the Ranger XP Kinetic does not have a CVT. So uh, belt drive, a couple clutches like our Ranger XP 1000 has or our other Rangers, it has a cog belt drive, which would be similar to what you'd see on like a slingshot. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, this is like fun for you. Where have you uh, taken it that it has uh, performed or, or exceeded your expectations for like, wow, we were out all day long riding here. And I was like, I just, I had my doubts and no, it, it worked out. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I've gotten to ride it in a lot of different areas. And I'd say, you know, I learned something new every time I get in it. I think 
For me, it was actually probably the first time that I wrote it through, honestly, the trails of our Wyoming, uh, Minnesota facility. And it was when I realized I could hear the birds, I could see animals as I was driving through the woods. And it was just something that I hadn't experienced before. And it was just such a eye-opening thing for me in terms of what that product can really do for our customers. So, so that was it. It was just that initial impression of, wow, this is definitely different. You know, at the end of the day, it does a lot of what a ranger does, but it has some different benefits, that being one of them that customers really love. It's way better than a golf cart. <laughs> it, is, it is way, way better than a golf cart, yes. Um, what are some of the other applications? You mentioned, obviously, um, you know, the farming and uh, ranching and, and the hunting. Where do you see the product sort of moving to as you guys move into the future? Yeah, one other one that I haven't talked about that I'll mention is just commercial applications. So as you think about construction sites, um, fleet rental, things like that, uh, electric is certainly um, a product that's in demand there. And, and we see that being a big opportunity area uh, moving forward just with certain requirements and things um, that those customers are facing. So a, a big market opportunity there. Um, in terms of the future, I can't uh, can't give away any can't give away any secrets. That's the worst thing about talking to people. You know, players, you they just, don't ever say anything. <laughs> yeah, can't can't give away any secrets. What mm -hmm. I can tell you is this: we are, and this is not unique to electric, but we are always testing across the portfolio. Right, that's one of the ways that we innovate. That's one of the ways that we learn. Is we we test, we develop product, we advance the technology, we get feedback from customers. And we make sure that when the market's ready, when the customer is ready, that the technology is ready so that we can capitalize on that opportunity. And we're doing the same thing with electric. We're testing broadly across the portfolio. Uh, last year, we showed proto electric prototype vehicles of a, a Razor, a youth ATV, a snowmobile, um, full-size ATV. So we're testing across the portfolio broadly, but we're going to be very purposeful about where we commercialize product. And it's about, again, ensuring that the technology, the market, the customer are all ready uh, and that the opportunity is there. And that we can, we're in a spot where we can deliver value to the customer and meet them where, we're at, where they're at. You know what's also ready right now? It's the popcorn that someone was making in our Yeah, I can room. smell that. It's making me hungry, <laughs> yeah, yes. No. I was like, man, who is making popcorn right now? You know, one of my thoughts that came to mind while sitting here or, or chatting is that, uh, you know, we go out and do a lot of stuff with Polaris Adventures in their rental places. And I was like, man, this would be a great product for those places where people could get out an opportunity. It's like, hey, you could take this one or you could take the electric one and, and run out for, you know, half a day ride or a full day ride. And, and most of those things aren't doing 80 miles ever in, in a, a rental for the day. Yeah, for sure. We're always looking at opportunities of where we can uh, leverage our existing product, this being one of them in our adventures business. And so I think there's opportunity there. And again, it gives customers a, a chance to experience a different product and maybe experience that ride a little bit differently. Just coming a two seater right now or the bench seats sort of thing. That's not a four seat version or did I? Correct. Okay. Uh, currently the offering is a single row three seat model. Is it going to be a four seat version, Josh? Currently offering three seat model. <laughs> <laughs> I've been around them long enough to know that eventually two seaters become four seaters and that's not a big surprise. So, uh, maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's, it's all, we, we listen to the customer right yeah. at the end of the day. And so we want to make sure that, that we're, 
we're listening to what they need and, and, and we're meeting them where they're at. How much, how much testing goes, and you probably can't even quantify it, maybe you can, I don't know, but in the vehicle before it ever gets to the customer's hands? A lot. <laughs> I will just say that. A lot. Yeah, we, we have uh, vehicles that go through an entire validation process. We log a ton of miles on the product to get a lot of seat time. Um, there's a lot of lab testing that goes on as well. And it's really understanding the uh, duty cycles of the customer, the environments that they're going to be using the product in, the extremes that they're going to be putting them to, making sure that we're designing and testing to those uh, requirements. And we do that through, again, vehicle validation, through logging miles, through lab testing, through all that. So very, very extensive uh, testing process before a product comes to market. Where has been, and it doesn't have to be EV related, where has been one of your favorite places that you've gone to ride since you've been at Polaris? And you're like, man, I could go back there a hundred more times because it's awesome every time. You know, we got to ride at a pretty interesting place. So when we introduced the Ranger Crew XP1000, this would have been back in 2018, we launched that product at a place in Texas called the Ox Ranch. And we brought dealers in and we had a whole event around it. And we got to ride on the property. And it was something I've never experienced. At one point, we were going down a trail and there was an ostrich running next to the vehicle. Uh, the, the animals that we saw there, giraffes, ostriches, kangaroos, uh, pretty wild. It was a pretty cool experience. Uh, certainly something that I, I don't think I'll ever forget. Um, so that was a lot of fun. You know, I always love getting out to Glamis, certainly not a, a ranger riding area, but man, what a just awesome place. A lot of fun to ride. Um, getting out in the dunes is just, it's an unreal place. So you know, I've gotten to ride in a lot of different, been very fortunate to ride in a lot of different places, get to see a lot of different things. Those are just a couple that stand out to me as memorable and they're just a fun place to always go to. You know, I was uh, on a shoot in Wisconsin uh, maybe a month ago or less, and they mentioned the Ox Ranch as well. And they were talking about the giraffe and all the animals on that ranch. I was like, okay, how have we not been down there yet? Yeah, yeah. it's just a different experience, right? right? I'll tell you that. Yeah, I got to get, get down there because it's, it's, you know, uh, people are like, you got to come down to Texas. And the hard thing about Texas, there's not a lot of public writing going on down yeah. there. There's very few, it's private property mostly down there. So it's sort of like Florida in a way. It's just not a lot of open public land to write on. But I will maybe put the add it Ox to the Ranch, list. Add, it, add it to the list, add it to the list. Well, Josh, I appreciate you coming in today and talking about everything EV related. Is there anything we missed we have not talked about? You know, I think, again, I think we covered a lot of ground. We, at the end of the day, we see electrification as an opportunity to improve the customer experience off-road. Ranger XP Kinetic is the first product that we have born out of the relationship with zero motorcycles that allows us to to continue on in that space in a space we've been in for quite some time and excited about what the future holds. But for now, really happy to be shipping product and producing product and getting it out to customers and appreciate you taking the time to let me come in and, and talk about this. It's always good to see you. Always good to chat. And so just uh, happy to be here and want to say thank you. No, I appreciate it because, uh, you know, you see electric vehicles on the ro on the road and you've see, you got electric motorcycles and my neighbor's got an electric lawnmower and it's just, it, you can't 
go anywhere today without some sort of electrification, you know, and there's going to be electric planes and all that sort of crazy stuff down the road. And, you know, it's, it's just, if, if you're going to fight it, you're going to, it's a losing battle. It's, it's happening. You know what I mean? So I, I think it's pretty cool. I haven't test driven an EV vehicle yet, so I'm excited to hopefully get out. Well, we need to change that. I know we need to we change need to that. Get you you on know, it. One of my thoughts while I was sitting here, I was like, man, we do, you know, the custom Project X machines. Maybe we need to do one with an EV vehicle. Maybe. You know, that could be interesting. That could be interesting. A lot of applications for that. Well, I appreciate you coming in, Josh, and uh, it's great to chat and great to see you again and uh, enjoy the conversation. Thank you. All right. Today's podcast was brought to you by Rockford Fosgate. If you want to upgrade your audio system or you've been thinking about getting a new audio system, Rockford has you covered from stage one all the way up to stage six kits. Rockford takes your audio to the next level. And by Polaris Adventures. From Maui to Maine, Polaris Adventures has rental outfitters all across the country. Summertime is here, so if you haven't made your summer plans yet, check out Polaris Adventures and get out there and have some fun. Well, that does it for another uh, another episode of our Destination Polaris podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe us where you listen to your podcast, and we will talk to you again soon. Mm-hmm.